And the thing is, is in my school, I could hoop with all the like every everybody went to school with like I, like my nickname was Hot Sauce and Showtime. That's kind of funny. Like I like and like, cause I had like hang time. Like I really like for real could hoop. The coach, he just wanted me to cut to the basket. That's it. Just cut to the basket and play defense, right? But my favorite two players growing up was Iverson and Jordan. <laughs> so if I get the ball, I'm shooting it. <laughs> I still to this day love basketball. Like, 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 like for real, I really love basketball. Like, that's my shit. Like, playing, like when I play 2K, this is me reliving it for me. This is, <laughs> see, other people, they playing video games. No, for me, 2K, this is my chance to be a basketball player <laughs> because I'm a musician. So I can't, because I can go hoop with people, but I'm, I'm realistic, man. These, these kids today, they got their cameras out. They trying to dunk on you, put their balls on your face. I'm not playing that game. <laughs> this episode is a conversation with Illa J, an artist in his own right, and the brother of the late, great Jay Dilla. I'm living it. I, I wake up, I look in the mirror, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm reminded every time, you know what I mean? Certain times when I speak or if I do music, you know, I'm reminded of it in the sense of like, it's, it's in me. You know, my paying tribute is, Getting better at my craft. Part of his legacy is he was the dude in the crew, and I'll just say he was the dude in hip hop that inspired everyone else. Like, oh shit, I didn't think he could do something that way. I feel like one of the biggest things for that he did for music is make us want to be better musicians, right? So I feel like this is the point where it's like for his 50th, not only are we celebrating how far he took it, but I feel like it's the point of like, you know, this is the time to take it further. A lot of times if he was working on stuff, I would sit on the stairs if I knew, like if I knew it was a lot of other people I didn't know, I would sit on the stairs. The people that was like close, close, they would probably remember me in the basement. I had my little big wheel driving around. It was one of those things where it was just, how do I explain it? It was just like music in the household. It was so, it was such a normal thing that not until later in my life, looking back, it's like, oh shit, I literally grew up in a studio. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Looking back, it's like, it's crazy you're seeing it then. Cause like I said, when I was growing up, it's just like, yeah, you know, I'm in church singing. My parents got a jazz group and my brother making beats. It's just normal stuff. And then, like I said, once I start to do, start to get into the industry and starting to realize like, oh shit, this is not necessarily normal. You know what I mean? But like in a good way. Music is one of those things where, okay, I feel like people can, they can kind of grasp what a doctor does and how a doctor gets paid. They can grasp what this person does, like a person that works at this store. But I feel like music is one of those things, it's hard for someone that's not in the industry and has no experience in the industry to really grasp how the industry, how it works, how the business side works. You have someone that has a music career and they have a successful one at that. And you know what I mean? And then you throw in, you have family members that know nothing about the music industry. <laughs> so now you, you, you mixing, 
You mixing business with personal feelings. I feel like that's been my brother's legacy in a sense after he passed. It's like he had this legacy that's growing and it was just kind of tough because it's like he had a family. We don't really know anything about the business. So like over time, kind of learning from scratch. The main thing is that all the heirs are taken care of and it's like, you know, everything that's done through Payjay Productions makes, takes care of the family. So anything with Payjay on it, that's take care of the family. definitely been a journey because like I said I had to learn so much about the industry but that's the thing it's like if you just talk about the, the business itself that's just okay cute cool few rules and this but then you throw in people so this is the industry it's just what it is Talking about this, I was very sad to hear about Joseph Amp Fiddler passing away. Was he someone that came round the house? Because you know we know that that Joseph showed uh, James like the ins and outs of the MPC sort of thing. So Amp literally stayed around the corner from us. So like basically the high school that my brother will. I mean he didn't finish high school. That's known. But uh, <laughs> the high school that you know uh, him and my my sister attended. Like Amp stayed right across the street. You know, he had, a, you know, so he had a studio around the corner. So Amp was the dude that, he was the dude in, in the hood with the studio. You know, you're saying this is the 90s. So it ain't like today where you know people that have music equipment that don't make music. <laughs> you know what I mean? So this was a big deal back in the day. He played such a big role, such a, a, a much bigger role than that because I was able to experience it myself. Like, you know, like Amp was a mentor to me as well. Like he's encouraged me so much in, in, in producing. Like he's been one of the, honestly, the biggest voices in my ear always encouraging me to produce. I met my vocal coach through Amp. I met like Amp, like I said, like that was, a, he was like for real, a true mentor outside of that. That was like, I don't know, man. That's like, that's like my synth buddy, man. That's like, I get something new. Yo, man, you heard me, yo, they got this new shit. I'm calling Amp. You know, every time I talk to him, I got a chance to share with him how I felt. So it's like, you know, there's no bittersweet feeling or anything. If anything, it's just selfishness in the sense of like, I wish he was here, but it's like, I know he was suffering, he was sick. He had an amazing journey. He done worked with so many artists. Like, you know what I mean? He playing on records with Seal, got records with Dilla. Like, like yo, he got a legendary career and was able to, to do it low key. But like I said, he's done so much for, you know, like, you know, honestly, just for my fam, you know what I mean? Like, that's a big deal. Him introducing my brother to Q-Tip, you know, there's so many things that won't happen. You know what I mean? We, I might not be in the position that I'm in now if it wasn't for that, you know? Because this is what it is. This industry is politics. So it's just like, who knows what may have happened if he, if he wasn't introduced in that way. And, and that's not to say that my brother's talent doesn't speak for itself, but it's more like, you know, again, that's the 90s. Tribe was a big deal. Him introducing my brother to Tribe, that, that, you know, that definitely set off, you know, 
a, a lot of situations for a lot of Detroit artists. Like just that one situation opened the doors for a lot of people. So, you know, and Amp is technically in that situation, he's Morpheus. At last. Welcome to you. He's the guy that brought all of us in. He brought all of us into it. Or, or took us out of the Matrix. <laughs> At this point, I'm kind of excited. The way music is now, I'm gonna release more music each year because I feel like, I mean, it's better for me because there's less stuff sitting on my hard drive. You know, it's like, I'd rather just be out. I'm the most excited about like piano right now, if, if anything, like I have all this music coming out, that's great, but like, Everything I'm learning on piano, like, man, like, sh shout out to my um, my teacher, uh, uh, Yuli uh, Geisendorfer. He taught me how to read and write music, so I'm composing now. Like, I'm learning jazz. It's changed my whole world of music. Like, I, like I'm making stuff all the time, but it, it just helps you appreciate music even more. Like, I, I think a lot of people, they when they think about learning theory, I feel like it's, it's one of those things where they feel like, ah, oh, it's gonna make it not fun and, it's the exact opposite. You want it to be one way. What is the other way? You understand the instrument in a whole new way where it's just like, before it was just like these these black and white keys and stuff. And now I just like, it just starts to open up like the matrix now. You know what I mean? So it's just like, it's such a, it's so much fun. And like, ooh, I know, oh, I know the, I know I could play this scale in relation to this chord. Ooh, you know what, I'm gonna play this over top of this, ooh, that sounds crazy. Let me go down a half step. Ooh, it's because the the better that you know that theory, then you can actually take a journey. Now, okay, now, now let's take the spaceship for a drive now, because now I know how to. Because otherwise, we just sitting in here pressing a bunch of buttons, buttons not going nowhere. Thank you to Illa J for his time and for talking so eloquently about his brother Jay Diller. Thanks also to my friend Jamie, Jamie Groovement, who you heard asking a question in this piece. If you've enjoyed this episode, then please like and subscribe to the show. Writing us a review also helps people to find us. And it's a great way to say thank you if you've enjoyed that time you've spent. And there's also some nice sounds, good right merch go to tbone.productions to check that out I put some up on my Instagram this week as well, thank you to everyone who's ordered recently it's been really great and um, certainly makes this feel worthwhile this episode was recorded produced and sound designed by me, Tom Wally and I'll see you next time yo T-Bone, did you produce this? Sounds good, right? <laughs>